Alright, so this is uh, Bill Barnes. And Gene Anwell. And we're here to give you our author's commentary of Unshelled Volume 2, What Would Dewey Do? And where are we, Bill Barnes? We are just a hop, skip, and jump from Times Square. and That's a lie. We're in Times Square. Are we in Times Square? Yeah. Times Square is more than a square, really. It's, this it's... is one of the buildings in Times Square. Okay, we're, we're in Times Square. We're at the Renaissance. We're at the Renaissance Hotel. We're actually in the Renaissance. We're experiencing a whole rebirth of, of uh, music and media. There's a, there's a uh, what is that called? A reader board outside the window? Oh, what's it doing? Oh, it's it's stocks. And it's not just stocks. Look, there's news on top. Oh. It's very strange. And then there's, there's news a, like one giant word at a time. There's a there's a sign, my, my favorite uh, billboard in New York this time, want to bet a butt. Want to bet a butt? Question mark? No kidding, with specially designed contour seems to help you achieve a flattering, firmer look. It's, it's YMI jeans. Uh, YMI jeans. Well, I feel, I feel worse about myself already, so I guess it's I guess it's succeeded. I guess they're our unofficial sponsor today. So we're, we're here for, they're the, they're the official sponsor of... Hey, Bill, book. do you want to bet a butt? No. Okay. I've got the best possible of all, all butts. Uh, we're here for Book Expo America. All right. We're talking, and, about, uh, we're talking about Unshelled Volume 2. What would Dewey do? All right. You brought us back. You brought it home. I did. You like that? I like the cover. Um, if you, if you are, are the lucky enough to have uh, the first edition of this book, the paper edition... You will look. It will look like uh, everybody is floating in a sea because there was this sort of ye a yellow sheen over the entire cover. I did not at that time completely understand how how colors worked, and so volume one is just kind of a greenish tint to it. Okay. All right. Does that mean you're going to be talking about that? Yeah, I, I, I don't remember that. Okay. And there's our intro by Nancy. Yeah. So in this book, we'll we'll see the the Nancy Pearl action figure strips, and that and we'll I guess tell the story then about how we met Nancy. We're back to Matt. Being Daredevil. Yeah, so, so the second strip here, I have a story about the second strip. So a okay. uh, woman says, that's the one that just went black, and Colleen says, let me have a look. And her daughter, Doreen, is under there. And the woman says, darn computers, huh? And Colleen says, you said it, right? And Colleen is kind of uh, protecting her daughter from because she's the one to cause this problem. Someone wrote in and said um, she got a complaint about putting this on her library website because uh, the woman said it went black, and she, she thought we were referring to the, the girl. She thought this was some weird racist thing. Oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, and then I explained it, and she said, "Oh, that makes perfect sense." But I still am gonna. I'm still not gonna put it on because I'm afraid someone will not like it. Is that your? Is that your phone? We should start off with the announcement. It Please turn your phone off. It could be my phone. Yeah. Okay. Uh, all right. Next page. Um, oh, it's Jack Spratt and his wife. He only eats raw vegetables. He eats nothing but cooked meat. Okay. Uh, There's a Merv eyeball joke. The Merv eyeball joke. I'm not sure whose joke that was. Uh, I don't think it was mine. Okay. I, I think the third one was mine. The third one is definitely yours with the pencil <laughs> pencil sticking out of the. That's some head. good blood. That is a very nice like Thanks. pulp fiction moment. It's yeah. dripping there. Next page. I, I maintain that's a real. Uh, he really stuck it in his head. Okay. And she just. She I guess we'll never know. That's the nice thing is it's subject to interpretation. And I have to, so we have to say. It. Did we have a sound effect for the next page? Bing. So in this one, which ends up with uh, uh, several dogs. Yeah, you have to, we have, we're indicating we're, we're turning the page, right? Yeah, I said next page. All right, you just don't listen to me. It's like not different. We're on page eight, by the way. So, um, fun fact: the uh, the dogs in page eight there, they are Barnabas the Wonder Dog. Barnabas the Wonder Dog. Barnabas was the name of my dog. He was, I guess, named after a character in Dark Shadows. When I got him, and I, he was the only comics I drew for a long time. Included him here as a little, a little homage to my own. You had a dog named Barnabas, and you don't know why. I didn't name him. He came named. He came named. Yes. Did you ever watch Dark Shadows? I never did. Oh, really? You, yeah, you never once. seen an episode? Not you, once. You didn't see the Johnny Depp film? 
I saw the Johnny Depp film. I didn't see the Johnny Depp film. I, I've okay. seen I've seen so episodes between, of the between the two of us. We've covered the, the gamut of, of Dark Shadows. It's a terrible, terrible show. I could never understand why people were so obsessed with. But that's not the point. The point is that no, it this is, is, a, it is the point. a comic from my childhood, which I brought. No, in. we're supposed to wax eloquent. Are okay, we? all right. About, you anything else to say about it? No. Okay, I was trying. Well done. I was reaching for it. Well done. I like I like the next one. This is where I volunteer to be a librarian, and everybody wants to be a librarian when it's when it's going well and when it's going badly. Everyone just wants to get out of there. Oh, I like the next one. So the next one is uh, do we get a tattoo? But it's not a real tattoo. It's just I guess a, a sharpie tattoo. This is this is the strip or the sequence where. Uh, the page who worked in my library. Oh, right. Outed you or identified you. No, no, no. He didn't, he didn't quite do it, but he, he came up to me and he was like, do you read Unshelved? And I was like, no, no what's that? And he, <laughs> he said, it's so funny. It's about this young adult librarian. And I had been talking about getting a Green Lantern tattoo. Ah. And, uh, and he was like that he's just, he's, he's so much like you in some ways. And like, he has all these tastes in common with you. And look, he's getting a Green Lantern tattoo. <laughs> I think you'd really like this. And so I just freaked out. Did I call you that night? I can't remember. I think I, think I did. So. I think I did. And then I, yeah. I went over to him at... Uh, you, you, you took your whole family into a bunker? No, I went over, I went over to you him. You had 30 days of food and water? It, we closed at 9. It was about 8.30. And I said, I need. I, I have to tell you a secret, but I need you, <laughs> I need you to promise me that you're not going to tell anybody. Because he was just too close. Now, to I him. bet now he was freaked out. He was. He looked really. He looked really alarmed. Like he was in high school. I once killed a man. He was. He's a librarian now. In uh, in in. Uh, I think he's in Vancouver, Washington now. And uh, his name's Tim. Hi, Tim, if you're listening. And uh, and and Tim just looked at me and he was freaked out. And uh, I said, uh, I said, I'm Gene Ambom. And he was like, Who? Because <laughs> he doesn't. He doesn't. Right. And I'm like, I, I write that comic with my friend, like secretly. And he didn't believe me. And I had to kind of. I had to kind of prove it to him. No, really. And like, like it slowly dawned on him that I wasn't completely full of crap, which I usually was. That, that's why the next strip has you holding up a newspaper with today's date on it. What? Does it really? <laughs> no. What are you talking about? I'm talking about like whenever somebody like takes a oh. hostage to, sh to prove that they have. Like it. I needed proof of life. I needed yes. proof, proof of pseudonym. You need to prove that it was you. Oh. It was just, it was just uh, alarming. I, I, I've never been that freaked out in my life. I think it was the second strip that he saw, and, and that was that was the one that he. Uh, uh huh. I'm the yeah. oldest person in the entire world. Dewey says. I am the oldest person in the world. Yeah, I'm actually older than you, but somehow you somehow you seem a lot older than me. Well, you know, because it was it was because I was working with teenagers so much. Oh back yeah, then, and that so, made me so feel the delta so old. Was, the delta was high. Uh, the delta was high. Yeah, the delta between your age and their age. Oh, I thought about like the the, the delta. You know, by the, the, the rivers river. are rising. Yes. The rivers are rising. All right, next page. Merv reveals that he used to feel old, then he started dating high school girls. So a nice That's little Merv? creepy. That's moment. Merv. I'm sorry, buddy. That was a nice creepy moment from Buddy there. I feel good about that. Don't knock jail. You'd get a cool nickname like books. There were these two guys after we graduated hey, high books. school. I, I was I was thinking about. It. They were brothers, and uh, after after we graduated from high school, one of them was a year ahead of me. One of them was in my year, and uh, I was driving by my high school one day, and I saw them out there, and I asked my sister, who was still in high school, what was going on, like why they were hanging around all the time. And apparently, they were just giving girls rides home. Mm. Now that they were the graduates from our high school, like Matthew McConaughey and Dazed and Confused, he says the great thing about. High school girls, as I get older, they stay the same age. I remember nothing about that film at all. All right. Well, now you know, now you know but, but one not, from it. Not for the right reasons. Okay. All right. So there's, uh, there's Ned. Uh-huh. Now just a little, a, little, a little uncomfortable naked humor about the, about the chair chafing. That's nice. feel good about that. Next page. Was, was, there, was there a Star oh, Wars a Star, reference? Yes, yeah, sorry. Star Wars reference there at the bottom. One in ten unshelved strips contain Star Wars references. One we just wrote yesterday. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's been a little while. Uh, and then here's a little fantasy moment. Little fantasy moment of Dewey as a cyborg. It's not that funny. A little weird. Yeah. Oh, and so after researching all the ergonomic solutions, Mel ends up giving Dewey a phone book and a pillowcase. 
which is pretty funny. It's a common library solution yeah. to, to ergonomic problems. It's, well, it's a budget problem fundamentally, right? All right, next page. More ergonomics. And we kind of, this here we went, here we go through it with the patrons, and then later, much later, we go through it with the, um, uh, the librarians themselves having ergonomic issues. Well, I think, I think everything starts with lawsuit avoidance, right? So, I suppose so, so. Patrons, patrons get it first. That's right. All right, next page. Although the library system I work for now has uh, adjustable desks everywhere. It's mm -hmm. very strange. Do they like, are they standing desks? They can be. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's a little odd, but, but, but you don't, you don't get to adjust your desk at your desk somehow like, like, like only the public desks are adjustable. Uh, so. I, I, I guess the public desks and the work desks in the back, but not, not the kind of office style desks. Then you're still on cubicle land. Go figure that out. I don't know. Did you just skip two pages? No. We just, we, we accelerated rapidly through them. We can't look at every comic strip. They're not all that good, frankly. I know the top one's yours because it's, uh, it's kind of pushing your agenda. The top one? Yeah. Teaching during, oh yes, that is my teaching during to crawl. It's vital for healthy brain growth. It's true. Let your children creep and crawl. What were your beliefs around crawling? That they are vital for healthy brain growth. It says it right there. But why? Letter in black and white. Because that's how it works. I don't know why. Because God made it that way. Because <laughs> your wife said so. No, man. That's just, it's just how it is. My daughter never crawled. I know. Don't get me started on your daughter. She's fine. So did you see a Barney Miller action figure? This is a priceless collectible. That was, that's the prize. That's the prize for Doreen. I love this moment. This is sort of a, a, I like how we got moments from both of us, but like for you, it's, it's action figures are not meant for children. And also Barney Miller is, um, it's actually, although our, supposedly our pitch is, is cheers with books. Um, I always thought of Unshelved as more like Barney Miller. Only if there was a jail in, in the library. Well, not a in cell. that way, a not cell. in that way, but, but that, that, that sort of, that the sense of humor, but also, you know, there's a lot of stuff going on, but we only ever see kind of a small group. I was like, I was like the name Wojohowitz. Yeah. We should have a character named Wojohowitz. Yeah. And Fish. Fish. Yeah. Fish is not the greatest character name. Yeah. But Wojohowitz. Fish got his own TV series. Yeah, it wasn't very good, though. Now I just want to sit and hum the Barney Miller theme song, but I may be dating myself. Do you remember when everybody thought Abe Vigoda was dead? Yes. And he just appeared on, like, David Letterman and was like, I'm not dead. That was a pretty good Abe Vigoda impression you did right there. Good? And you're not known for your impressions. Is he still alive? I think you channeled him beautifully there. Next page. Let's oh, here we go. Prime Directive. No, no tax advice. That's the library Prime Directive. Ah. I got in trouble for having a no tax advice button that somebody gave me. I was wearing it at the reference desk. Really? Yeah. But no. you're not supposed to give tax advice, are you? No, no, no. But but you but but you're even not supposed to say you're not supposed to give no tax advice. Apparently, apparently it was bad to say. Yeah. I mean, apparently they had to ask, and I had to, in a very friendly way, tell them not, ah. that I wouldn't give. Which you can't you can't preemptively deny them tax advice, even though you're going to give them deny them tax advice. It was very strange to me. It, yeah. It's still like you know, like <laughs> like like why why not just. You know, like, 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 if you're getting asked a lot of questions about where the bathroom is, you should probably have better signage, right? If you're getting asked so a lot like of questions, so like, if you're about, if you're a woman and you had a button that said "I'm not going out with you," the sort of same problem. <laughs> I just wonder, like, what's I don't, the, I don't, I, I, I still, it wasn't like a rude button. It wasn't like in your face. It wasn't like no tax advice, you know, idiot. Yeah. Like it wasn't that. But I'm, I'm stuck <clears> again. <throat> how much work I put into drawing bookcases in the old days? There in the second panel of the last strip. I really, I really, I really worked it to get that angle there. I like the guy's '70s hair. Yep. Yeah. Well, it was a lot closer to the '70s then. It was. Next page. We're still on tax help. Oh, naked guy. The IRS has solved all these tax problems by not providing any forms anymore. Oh, that's nice. So, yeah. You just go online and print them out. Only if you know how. Okay. It's created a whole other level of customer service for the library, and, this and, and now they have to reproduce the forms right. themselves as well. So that's um, that's some pretty nice visual humor there. The, the two. The right gear. Oh, well, I'm talking about the paper airplanes. Oh. 
My 1040 went farther than your 1040 easy. I know I should have itemized. That's fine. I have no idea whose joke that is. I think it's mine. All right. I'm going to get good for it. The riot gear? Yeah. So, so Beautiful. What, oh, I see. It's the, the thing on top of the cop's helmet is uh, it's it's the face spot. shield. Yeah, it's a face shield. Okay. That looks like you just got a piece of, like... It does. Mylar. Mylar. I, I grant you it doesn't look as much like it, but maybe I saw a picture of someone. And you redeem yourself with a snot in, uh, Good. and spittle in uh, panel two, though. Good. All right. Next page. I don't think this quite works as a visual joke, but I liked it anyway. The guy asked the for tissue tissues, and, and Dewey builds a wall of tissue works. boxes. Do you think it works? Yeah, okay. I, think I mean, works. you can tell what they are. Yeah. Okay. This is where we, I mean, we never we never went super far with this, but we tried, we tried to establish that Dewey is kind of a, not exactly a germaphobe. He's just sick of getting sick. Right, he's me with bad sinuses. Yeah, that's yeah. Kind of, I mean, you're very, you're a delicate flower, and I think you just you protect yourself. I get that. Beep. Next page. Next page. My mommy left me here. She's always leaving me places. She's very busy. Oh, it's so sad. This is the this is the library. It's not a, a daycare center. Uh, which I guess people don't still we still do strips about this, so people still don't get it. Well. I mean, the library kind of is a daycare center. Well, I know. It's just an unsupervised daycare. It's a, it's a really badly run daycare center. It's just a public building. I guess you could leave your kids at any public building. You get what you paid for. I, I, was, having, I was having a discussion with somebody yesterday who thought it was like illegal to leave your kids at home uh, after, at a certain age, and I was like, no, it's not really, at least in Washington State, which is kind of the problem. Like, like your kids can be on their own. It's just your judgment, right? I mean, CPS can investigate and find that you were at fault. But uh, Well, this is, a, this is a hot topic right now because it's yeah, yeah. You know, the whole uh, free-range kids thing. Well, yeah, I mean, at least those parents are doing it on purpose. Yes. There's some kind of plan. I mean, they're, yes, they have it. They, yeah, the, they're actually using their judgment. It's the unplanned kids in the library that are, that are less fun. So this bottom strip is a, a punchline. Did, did you change pages? Did you indicate you changed pages? Yeah, sure. Let's say yes. So this bottom strip where the kid says, where do babies come from? Uh, totally stole this from a meeting of Cartoonist Northwest where where somebody had proposed, there was some exercise where it was a meeting of like 15 sort of cartoonists and cartoonist wannabes, and somebody proposed this, uh, where do babies come from, and then everyone came up with uh, punchlines. And this was this was somebody's, and I liked it so much I just stole it. I think I got permission from them. I'm going to assert I got permission from them for it. Okay. But I think it's pretty fun. Next page. Next page. Tomorrow said to ask you where babies come from. That's pretty fun. Oh, the poetry slam. So the bottom strip is the poetry slam. I, I was thinking that baby strip. Did that start with me somehow? Like, like there, I, there was that really... So where did babies come from? Yeah, there was that No, really, that started with me because I got this joke from Cartoons Northwest yeah, and we patted it out. There was a really uncomfortable interaction I had. That I, did I tell you about that? Well, tell me about it now. I don't remember the interaction you had 13 years ago. You said it after me. It was, a, it was an, like a nine-year-old girl. And I only know that because I at one point I pulled up her, uh, her card to put a book on hold for her. But she, um, she was really reluctant to ask me the question she had and I had to write it down and she wrote it down and it was um, she wanted she wanted books on uh, having sex while you were pregnant okay I said yeah I can I can help you with that I tried not to react right I tried yeah. to just have the poker face that's one of those things where it's freedom of access and if somebody asks for it you give it to them right no so the so I walked her over to the to the stacks and I you know we, we kind of it took me a few I was very flustered I mean I, you know it was kind of first year on the job which makes yeah. me think maybe this was pretty close to that time I couldn't find it. I couldn't find it in the books on sex that I I knew were, you know, written for kids her age. And I ended up having to go to the pregnancy section to find to find books for like would be moms on pregnancy. They kind of it, you know they weren't too graphic or something. Right. It was like a DK book on pregnancy that had some stuff about sex during pregnancy. And I asked her if that was if that was kind of what she wanted. And we you know we we kind of negotiated. She didn't give me any more information, and uh, I didn't want to know exactly why she was asking me. Yeah. 
And uh, so I, I gave those to her and I, I told her if she didn't find what she wanted to come check with me again and I would check on her a bit later. And I went back and she was gone. But later on, she was leaving the library with her dad mm -hmm. and uh, they had this basket of books. And I was just like, I was waiting for him to come up and just start screaming at me at any given moment, you know, to, so I could explain the library's policy on answering yes. any question you're asked by anybody. Because, you know, you know, it always calms people down explaining policy to them. I know. I know. It's, it's the best. It's yeah. the best defense. <laughs> so, oh, that was just, that was harrowing, though. It just felt so, like, I, I waited until they were out, the, out of the building and then I just went and kind of passed out in the back for five minutes. Mm -hmm. All right. So. All right. So the bottom starts the poetry slam sequence. Do we host the poetry slam? You just changed pages again and didn't I, indicate I'm it. turning the page now. Uh, the Poetry Slam. I think people should be able to hear it when I press the page turn. I don't think so. Button. So I like... Oh, so we already, I think we already had the first Poetry Slam, right? I don't know. With the... With the oh, no, we didn't. This is, this is it. And so they do a haiku Poetry Slam. I'm turning the page again. And I like this. We got to write some haiku. Um, you wrote some of these. I remember. Pristine mind balloon, float up, stay up, read all night, float back down and dream. That was you. I, I and I wrote Merv's no Microsoft Xbox, superior hardware, yes, but game's still lagging. So, just that does, a, just a beautiful poetry. That doesn't seem like something you would write, to be honest with you. You're not, you're not it a is. gaming hardware guy. No, but I, but I know. I can, I can delve into a domain and, and, and figure stuff out. But my nightmare was always that I was going to have to host a poetry slam. Yeah. The, just think, as apparently it's Dewey's. I think I went to one, and, uh, oh, man. Like people come out of the woodwork to read their poems, right? And you're just like... Like as, as the host, you have to kind of, I saw, I saw another librarian do this one time. You just have to be so up and so like welcoming and so genuine about and it. And everything's good, right? Everything's okay, at least. It's okay to read your poetry, even if it's terrible. Yeah, but I, but like, I, I saw, I saw this, I saw the poetry slam and it was like, a lot of the poems were, you know, kind of mediocre, right? At, at best. And then I went to uh, an open mic uh, comedy thing mm -hmm. near where I worked as a librarian and, um, that was just completely wretched. It included everything from like professional comics kind of on the circuit around the country who just happened to be in town mm -hmm. to uh, a guy who printed out a bunch of jokes from the internet and got up there and read oh. them and just guffawed every time he read them. <laughs> and I thought that, that's kind of, I thought that's kind of what you would get in the same community at a poetry slam. And I just didn't, I didn't think I could manage to keep a straight face. My so. favorite part of that is not that the guy read the jokes is that he, is that he laughed really hard at each one. Oh, it was terrible. He was so, he was, he I, really thought they were funny. Well, and you couldn't quite tell if he was drunk or you like, or you were just hoping he was drunk. If, 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 if he'd been completely blasted, it would have been fine, but you, yeah. you weren't sure if he was just drunk or just, just terrible. Next page. Uh, this is my favorite one of the whole sequence is the guy, the guy wants to read his epic poem. He's got a pile of like a thousand pages and Dewey has, forces him to edit it down to, to summarize into 17 syllables and then it does a beautiful job. I like that. And then, uh, and then a little bit of a hack joke there at the bottom. What's poetry slam, joke? it was a competition, right? Who won? And Dewey says, when poetry is shared, we all win. That's what you have to say. That's what you have to say. That, that's, that's, the, that's the line that's in the manual <laughs> about giving poetry, about running a poetry slam at a library. Okay. I don't even know why they let us call it a slam. Like, you're not right. allowed to slam anybody, right? Yep. Uh, next page. Like, if somebody's mean to somebody else, do you, uh, do you make them leave the library? I don't know. This is, this is, in my mind, the perfect computer victim strip. Is the computer hates me, keeps printing upside down, and Dewey turns it around, and the guy comes back and says it did it again. I've, uh, I've had that happen. Yeah, no, I, it's so, it's clear. It's beautiful. <laughs> yep. Um, next page. Uh, hold on, go back, okay. go back. You're, back. You're, you're, little, you're a little rushing. I'm reading rushing. faster than you. I can't read this small, that's why. Okay, you should get some glasses like me. I li I like oh, I know what this is. I like Computer Victim in 2. You like Computer Victim in 2. So the last strip is when my hard drive crashed. Oh, and you had to have it sent away? 
Well, we did get it sent away, yeah. Um, to get all your family's photos back? Paid like uh, an obscene amount of money, like $700 or something. Um, I think we did get, I think we got our photos back. I don't actually don't remember. I think you did. But we didn't get, um, we didn't get the files back. Like that, that hard drive also had all the, uh, the unshelved files. We talked about how they had to be all rescanned again. Wow. So this is when I finally wrote about it. The Dewey says the hard drive, I think it actually melted. Skip, you're on the we next page. We're on the next page. But it turns out it's like, it, it failed, which hard drives do, but it's Colleen's fault. She was supposed to set up the daily backup. I wished, I wished I had a scapegoat, but it was actually my daily backup. Sorry, that just gives me chills. This has happened to me three times since. So. <laughs> um, although I've, 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 I've lost fewer and fewer stuff. I've gotten better and better backing up. Next page. Let that be a lesson to all of you. And, and of course, because it's Dewey, uh, he turned it to his advantage. Because his hard drive crashed, he has, now has a, a perfect excuse for not doing any of his work and not having done any of his work. So that's nice. And, uh, and like, there's this very unrealistic moment in the next one where Colleen says every night your files will be backed up. Like, Colleen has been tasked with, with a better backup system because she was in charge of it. Really, the way we have made Colleen, she should have been unable to do this with any success. It should have been a complete disaster, but somehow we... She pulled it out, man. She pulled it out. Yeah. It's fine. Maybe she, she opened her reference books and figured it out. She figured it out. Right, she's a librarian. She muscled through, man. Yep. And then not only that, but she's having to pay the dues. She wants to know how many coats of wax do we want on this motorcycle today. So, it's nice. It's just a motorcycle. It doesn't take very long. Next page. All right. Beep. Well, I actually like this one. I'm back, back. Beep. Um, I like that the guys, the guys complaining about eBay and Dewey says, you know, we don't actually run eBay, right? Like that was a conversation you and I had that the people using the computers at the library are sometimes a little confused as to where those websites exist and how much responsibility the library has for it. I, th I think much less so now. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's 13 years later. Yeah, I mean, even the, even the, the complete lunatics have figured out that <laughs> the library's not running Hotmail. Okay. They still think we're Yahoo, though. I don't know why. All right. Go well, your Yahoos. Next page. That was terrible. Thank you. That was a terrible, well, terrible joke. Well, they can't all be good. This is, this is a whole thing about, about the collecting fines. And, and they actually get Tamara to at the bottom, Tamara to speak somewhat harshly. It's a big moment for her. That second one's in. Uh... Actually, we yeah, we've used several of these strips in our in our various talks. Yeah, um, they're good moments there. Next page. I wonder if libraries out there are getting meaner about the fines. Like my my sense is they're more direct now. I mean, if anything, if they're not raising fines, then the actual monetary value of fines keeps decreasing every year with inflation. So. The only reason to get more hardcore about fines is if you're, yeah. if you're raising them. It, it's weird that my library still really charges a crazy 10 cents. amount of work. Yeah. I mean, like, like they, they've charged 10 cents since, since like the 1980s. Right. Like as a kid, that was brutal, right? Yeah. 10 cents a day. See, the, and, and I, the, the modern equivalent of that is probably like a dollar a day. And of course, there's no way a library would ever do that. So it's interesting though. Tooth fairy money hasn't gone up very much, has it? What do kids get these days? Oh, kids get like 10 bucks, man. No. Yeah. No, they're wrong. <laughs> Those parents are you're, wrong. You're just, wrong, you're, wrong, you're, wrong. Your kids wrong. have a cheap tooth fairy, my friend. Yeah, that's okay. Although my daughter got books from the tooth fairy. Well, that, that's I have mixed feelings about that. What does that mean? You can I, criticize I, giving books? No, I, I can't possibly criticize giving books, but it also it all seems kind of lame to me. The tooth, the tooth thing. It's a little too. It's a little too uh, loaded with sort of um, judgment about you know. Look, a, a, a quarter to a kid is an opportunity to like buy candy or maybe buy a book or Dude, buy a comic. You can't, you can't buy candy for I'm a quarter. I'm not saying just a quarter, but I'm saying that a quarter, you know, it's, it's money. Whatever, if it's 10 bucks, whatever. At least a buck, right? It's money, and so it sort of means something to the kid. And they, it's freedom, it's something, a chance to do something they can't really do. To give them a book is, like, I like books, but 
No, we had a talk. We, we had to talk about this. Great. I mean, I, I think Great. if the kid, I think if the I'm kid, just saying, years of therapy have already started. Here, I think if the kid can't buy candy, no, uh -huh. no, 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 no. It was always you, ten years. will come back and tell me whether she's a little nod and a wink that whether she's screaming because, because you gave her books and stuff. She's got, she's down to her last tooth now. All right, got one tooth left to lose. I think Rosie also has one tooth left. Uh, next page. Oh no, well, I I do like the thing at the bottom. Where are we at? The bottom of page. We maybe we should do a page here check. We are at page twenty six. Bottom of page 26, where Mel's approach and Dewey's approaches are contrasted. And I think I did a nice job of drawing this because I drew them at the same information desk, doing essentially the same interaction. So, I like it. Sometimes I like it when we sharpen the characters a bit, and Dewey's being a little cruel there, and I like it. I don't, you, you, you like literally skipped that before I could even read it. I, I don't know what you're talking about. Well, we'd stared at it for a long time. I'm, I'm, I'm staring at it because I'm trying to read it. Okay. <laughs> like my eyes are gone. You just feel free to stick your head right into the screen. Right into the screen. Okay. All right. Next page. Are we still talking about fines? We've been talking about it for years now. Oh, I do like the middle one. I like the middle one. What am I supposed to read until then? He's The irony, he's surrounded by a library full of books. I don't understand. And my perspective is not, like, as good as one might hope. There's the rattan uh, infor information. Actually, everything is good about this, except the um, the vanishing point is all wrong. Like, it's way too high. Looking at that. <laughs> so it's What's just, vanishing point? Nothing the, Just the... the, the the line in the the horizontal line in the background that shows the the wall meeting the floor. Anyway, I'm surprised we nice try. I'm surprised we didn't get uh, email on the bottom one. The I don't do sarcasm. I'm a children's librarian. That line. I, it's I, true. I think if we I think if we put that out now, we would get total like like. Hate it's mail still from, probably true nine out of ten times. Though. Hate mail from ten friends of mine at least. All right. All right. The beep, sarcastic ones. Beep. But that's only because that's that's selection uh, uh, bias because the only people you're friends with do sarcasm. If they don't do sarcasm, they could make. I don't, I don't know what you mean. I don't know. Oh, well, the, the top one is just, it still feels, fills me with dread. People carrying around their dogs and treating them like babies. Just gives me, just keeps me out. I saw, I saw somebody in Seattle with like a dog and a baby Bjorn the other day. <laughs> it's very weird. I hadn't seen one for years. Apparently I saw one a long time ago. Uh, um, do you have children? No, but I'm hoping that when I do, they'll have opposable thumbs. We ran into someone at a campground the other day in, in Santa Fe and, um, I was talking about traveling with my children. She said, we're traveling with our children too, but they all, they, they have four legs each. <laughs> and I, I want, like, and my, my initial impulse, which I crushed, was to say something about birth defects or something, and I didn't, but, oh. but it just, you know. Oh, it's, it's so terrible when, when you have, like, a, <laughs> like, your child running along the ground. You can see his wang waggling along. Uh, I'm, thinking, I'm thinking of a dachshund or something. Tick, tick, tick. Next page. That middle one, I'm not sure we pulled off the middle one there, but I like it. It's okay. X-Men, transsexuals, I don't know. It's okay. It's not great. I think that was around the time I had to wear the Cyclops uh, costume for a story time. You had to? Yeah, I, I volunteered and I got roped into wearing the Cyclops costume for a story time. Who provided the costume? The library system. Really? Yeah, and then... Uh, and then uh, and like, was it an X-Men story time you were doing? No, it was. I think I think they were kind of trying to get attention for the graphic novel collection. So uh, my friend Charlie was, um, he was the super diaper baby, this big sumo costume mm -hmm. with this giant pair of underwear on. It was nice. fantastic. And I, I remember somebody else was. Uh, one of my friends was like Catwoman, but the sexy like Michelle Pfeiffer Catwoman costume or something. It was mm -hmm. very, it was very odd. It was a very odd combination. I just want to say this page is like incredibly sort of socially progressive because in the top we talk about 
God as a woman. In the middle, we're talking about transsexuals. And in the bottom, there's all this uh, inclusive thing going on, including ethnicity of the month, rodent American. Okay. So, very progressive. I don't understand. Next page. Oh, yeah. Boy. The one on top. So true, right? You've mixed a lot of format methods here. Tabs, tables, text boxes, headers, footers. Like people who people who go to use a word processor and there's just all these toys they can use and they use them all. Ah, oh, that also kind of fills me with dread. I've done a lot of I done I've done a lot of informal IT help for various people in my family. Next page. I just I just like the lady holding onto his leg and to Oh, I do like that. That 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 feels true to me. <laughs> Can't seem to get away from her. There she is. I think we should stop now. Go to lunch. Okay, we'll stop now. Thanks okay. for thanks for being with us, folks. Time to go to BEA. It is time to go to BEA for all of us. If you're listening, go to BEA. <laughs>